Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well with the host, with the most, B Breeze, aka Poppy Sazon. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy Slick Grayson again, again. Welcome, welcome. Happy to have y'all all here. We're going to give us a round of applause. We're back at it. Episode yes. 22. Yes. Before we get started, please, please go follow and like everything on our social media. This might not go well. And also, if you have any brand deals or anything you want like to, to collab or sponsor, you can please contact us at this might not go well at gmail.com. All right, let's get this episode on the road. Okay, episode 22, let's do our weekly check-in. How you doing, brother? I'm all right. It's a bit of a tough week this week. A lot going on, but I'm cool. I'm in good spirits transitioning to this next week. Uh, excited to see, you know, weather starting to get a little nicer, even though, you know, it's about to be a little trash this week. But, you mm-hmm. know, we've been seeing them consistent mid-60s, you know, sunny days, uh, you know, so... I'm dealing with a little bit of family stuff. A couple people in the hospital, so I'm sending them all well wishes. Family members, hopefully, I get right soon. But and you know, taking on different work projects and whatnot. But for the nine to five and the five to nine, you know, you, the grind don't stop once you leave the premises. Yep, that's a but, fact. I mean, yeah, I'm all right. You know, this is like my weekly therapy session along with my Dr. Reeve session. So happy to be here. How you feeling, bro? What's going on with you? Oh man, um, this week been. A self-reflection week, you know, as as I've been mentioned in the last two episodes, you know, the seeing my therapist, Dr. Asia Jones, um, she's been opening my eyes up to a lot of things and making me do a lot of self-reflect. And it's been, it's been, I, I, I could feel it, you know, I, I, it's not, I'm not where I want to be, but I can start seeing the changes in my behavior and starting seeing the difference in my mindset on certain things. So I'm excited for that, you know? All right. But. Before we continue with the episode, we have to acknowledge this legend, New York legend, music legend, just iconic person overall, man. We want to like to say rest in peace to DMX, man. Dark man X, man. One time for the dog, man. Oh, man. One you know. time for the dog. And, um, you know, everybody's been, there's been different values, emotions this past week since we heard of his passing and, and since we heard of him being in the hospital and his passing. And one thing I could tell you is over his 50 years, from what I've been seeing, he has really enjoyed his life. 100%. I think you think about where he came from being institutionalized at from the age of 7 to 14, mm-hmm. um, being uh, being introduced to drugs that would really, you know, cast a dark shadow over his life. And to become, you know, in, in hip hop, you go you go by era. Nobody rules forever. But at his peak, DMX was the biggest artist out here. Bigger than Jay-Z Not a lot of people Remember that I'm about to say Five consecutive Number one albums mm-hmm. He got anthems That you'll still hear today In, in, in events Whether it's a, a Sporting event A party And I think Even more so I was Like as I think I really enjoyed Like hearing all these Random DMX stories On the oh, time yeah, On these last couple of days Oh man. my god I love Twitter for that Cause you got him at Waffle House um, making omelets, yo, mopping. The, the Albanian wedding. Yeah, you like, just like, yo, but you know, I know, knowing what type of ex character he is, he know he wanted like to be a celebration. So we're going we gonna to play some, we're going to play a tough DMX song right now. Ready? Yeah. This for you, X. Come on, X. Rest in power, my brother. Uh. Now when this went back, what? Something new. Stop. What? Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Oh. You 
gotta play. Run it back, run it back, run it back, run it back. Because you know, when he performed this song, this is a whole different energy. Oh, yeah. Woodstock. I saw a video of Dave um, performing for Dave Chappelle, bro. He's like, I just say mad song. He just kept performing. So, one time for X, man. Stop. Stop. Shut him down. Open up shop. First, what, he what? had him like, oh. Now they like, oh. Come, baby. That's how our fighters roll. Stop. What, what? Drop. Shut him down. Try what? Niggas wanna lie. What? Then niggas wonder why. What? Niggas wanna die. What? All I know is pain. Mm. All I feel is rain. What? How can I maintain? What? With that shit on my brain. What? I resort to violence. What? My niggas moving silence. Like you don't know what I silence. New York niggas the wildest. My niggas is with it. You want it? Come, Come and get, get it. it. Took it, then we split it. You think right, right, we did it. What the fuck you gonna do when we run up on you? Fucking with the wrong crew. I gotta let this verse play out. I'ma have to show niggas how easily we blow niggas. That's running with your niggas. Nothing we can't handle. Break it up with this mandal. Light it up like a candle. Just cause I can't stand you. Put my shit on tapes. Like you busting grapes. What? Think you holding weight? Then you had to see the apes. Stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Oh. Oh. That's how Rough Riders roll. Stop. Drop. Shut them down. Open up shop. Oh man, yo! Fun fact, yo: the Rough Riders Volume One cassette was the first music I ever purchased ever in my life. That's the first ever like CD. It was it was a cassette, first cassette I ever bought in my life, man. And me as a kid, I didn't really know. I just knew DMX was Rough Riders, so I was like, you know. Shout out to all the um all the cassette sellers that was there back in the days. Um had him right there. He was in the corner selling the tape. I was like, yo, I gotta get it because it's Rough Riders, it's DMX, man. And yo, I <laughs> even listening to his lyrics, yo, he always had a message in his lyrics and he always had emotion and passion. And that's one thing you could never take away from him. So it's kind of this. I can't be sad because he was fighting a lot of battles throughout his whole life and and from seeing a random um, moments, he's lived more than a couple of lives. That's to be honest, in his fifty years, he lived. You, he done did everything: been to jail, addiction, but he also had fame, act. He was yo. It's crazy. Like I think back, like I mean. I was a little sheltered young when I was younger, so I didn't get immediately in hip hop. But I knew when it was on the radio, I knew you. Mm-hmm. So I remember hearing X and my mom bumping it and turning up and, and going crazy, looking. Like, oh, you in the back? Let me relax. Let me relax. Let me turn down a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, like you said, he 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 lived. He experienced a lot of trials. I think I I realize now how spiritual he was and how he allowed his faith to kind of like free him of any of his demons. Like he understood he wasn't perfect. And it's just like, yo, this is what I, that he needed what he needed to ensure that he was able to stay even killed. Because his energy was great no matter what you saw. I saw him calling out the labels. I saw him, you know, speaking out injustice, out the George Zimmerman shit when they supposed to the box. Yep. Like, I'm going to piss on his face. I was like. Even though, even though Obama stuff like, yo, Barack, who the hell named him Barack? Like, he was just always himself. Google. What, what's, what's a Google? I don't understand Google. Why? 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 why, 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 why what? 
But yo, one time for Dark Man X, y'all. BMS, we love you. Your name will not be forgotten out here. Man. Yeah, man. And just seeing the the love and the support that he's been getting, you know, um, salute to Rough Riders. They did a memorial for him. Let off balloons. Um, shout out to Eve. Shout out to Dragon because I actually, besides X back then, Dragon was like my one of my favorite artists right there because he was like that young spitter and he was like kind of like little DMX. So, and I know he had an emotional response to, to his passings, but, you know, shout out to them and, you know, He's not. He's a legend, man. It's nothing you can take from him. And one thing we all hear from everybody in the industry was, "Yo, DMX was what you seen off and off camera. It was he was never pretending. You know how some people have a persona, or you know they get to work and they change. Like DMX was who he was at all times, and and especially. And I always loved that genuine people who always be respect falls and all. He was himself. So RIP DMX. That's a fact. One thing I do want to mention too, that's why I guess it's sort of a transition to the next topic, is like all the love he's been getting, but then it's also people that want to bring up the drug related issues and the arrests and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you kinda gotta go into the stigma of addiction in society. Because it's kinda like a it's a double sided coin because let's be real. Addiction addiction in urban areas was always looked at it was criminalized because it was black and brown folks that was yep. addicted. You know, crack came into the neighborhood, not saying it came from the CIA, but that's what Franklin Saint told me. But you know, it comes into the neighborhood because it's a powerful, powerful hold on people and oh, we see all these black people looting and rioting, we need to put more people in jail, we're gonna get it. But now we live in an era where it's the white wild. kids is on yeah, the white kids is on all the a pill popping, you know, while the opioids now it's the opioid remember it was the mm-hmm. war on drugs when it was black people, we were at war. But now it's the opioid crisis because we're seeing the quote unquote crackheads and now the white people in the, in the Midwest. Yep. And, and now we actually focusing on mental health and everything. Now we're attributing addiction to mental health now. And it's just it's just crazy how the narrative changed now because like just hearing X, even though the person, the mentor that X was talking about came out and said, you know, it wasn't true, but we just have to mention it anyways, because there was a video of X talking about how he was fourteen and one of his mentors like kind of like laced his blunt with crack and that kind of began his journey on addiction. His battle, I won't say journey, his battle on addiction, but stuff like that that is just crazy to me because you know, we all like and this is a sad thing to say And y'all could disagree with me Like anybody who grew up in the hood or near the hood You all knew somebody who was addicted to drugs Whether you knew them directly or indirectly like You knew yeah. who the homeboy on the corner Like oh that's that's Mr. Whatever whatever. He'd be sleeping on the sidewalk or some shit Like you knew That's a fact Because there was a couple people I knew I was like oh yeah you know she just She's on that shit You know she's on that dog I'm like what I, they, You know we just kind of came accustomed to it was just like it was just, it was just another a facet of living in the neighborhood. It's yeah. part of being in the hood, and it's crazy now because especially what you're saying about how now is opioid and everybody's want to do these things, and now they have a bunch of different like they have like a medical assistant treatment program where they give drugs get you off of drugs and Plus, all that other they stuff. Give you the, they got the emergency um, overdose kits now. Oh, Narcan, the Narcan, yeah, like. This wasn't around 30, 40 years ago Even 15, 20 years ago You feel me? So now it's like Because it's a different shade Yeah <laughs> It's a public health crisis Before it was a, a What's it called? A, like a, a incarceration thing And that's scary That's wild When you really think about it I'm not going to rant too much People be saying we rant too much I'm going to chill <laughs> Nah, I'm a, but I'm people say, have to hear I'm These type my, of things I'm going to say my rant It's more stuff to rant about So I'm going to say my rant cards But just again 
We honored DMX And I'm tired of Just like the, the publications That's trying to get spins Don't put no negative bullshit out there This is not the Oh time. yeah What was that um, um, How he lost How many houses he Properties he lost over the years Like that yeah. was some bullshit And also um, The New York Post Or the New York Times One of those I think they, put, a- they put the two pictures up Oh right? having the prince Yeah the one The beloved prince I don't know that nigga Yep <laughs> <laughs> And then also the but That's the, the guy that was always Coming from the hospital Although he was dead is that Yeah guy? And then what you gonna call it And then I just wanna make sure I get the right thing That they said about uh, DMX was He was the, They call him a king They did call But he's like the Something something I know what you're talking about Nah there was like some um, Like He's Befallen Like the language That they use It was like the beloved prince Even though he was like a, Isn't he like a pedophile Or something I don't want to mis- put Speak ill on nobody That's passed away But it was definitely He definitely had to Check your past Yeah and then just like What the hell Are you even like But that's the media though Remember like A lot of the media Is owned by the same Seven old dusty white people So They might have had An affection for that man but because you could say something about Prince Philip, whoever he is, who has no impact on American society at yeah. all, ain't done nothing for the hood. There we go. Um, brilliant but troubled musician died at fifty. They, but that's the. But I don't I, like that. I don't like it either. But that's how the media portray. You have to. And it's the Daily News. My to, fault. The Daily News is always on some whole shit. But you would have to. What's it call it? You have to just look at how they portray black people in general. Look at the old OG mugshot stuff. Like no matter how great you are, you're still a nigga. Yeah, even like I don't mean to tie Deshaun Watson into this because I know it's a chance that he really is a scumbag. Yeah, what nah, I'm nah, nah. But I, 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 I do want to. I do want to say. We, can we talk about that after? After your point. Yeah, I just want to say like, yo, if he was doing this and the organization knew, why did it become a problem after he tried to leave? Because they wanted to remind him he's still a nigga too. Yeah. So no matter how much fame, how much good you do, whatever you like, if you black, if you're not squeaky clean and you're black. They are going to come for you Even after your last breath Yep Because so, I doubt They're going to report Anything bad about um, Prince Philip No matter how many Documentaries and paperwork We've seen And stuff That you hear about The Royal family But just a quick note I'm not This is really wasn't on topic The Sean Watson I ain't going to lie bro I'm leaning more That you did it bro Because there's no way In hell you had Over 40 masseuses I just think he nasty I think, yeah, you're, he's nasty. He, but I think he's probably not. He's probably not as disgusting as you know. The, I don't. There, wanna, it's all about the framing of it, though. Like, do I think like it's a chance of a star? Like, one of the, the most famous quarterbacks or best quarterbacks in the NFL is out here trying to get his dick wet. hundred percent. I definitely do believe. But there's and, stuff that you know. There is stuff. Maybe that's his kink. Getting I'm not, and I don't want to make it. I don't make people it, who doesn't do it to do it. Like he probably we might be right. It might be his kink. You know, some people have those weird like yo. I want to like I want to have sex in public. I like just look. So what was that? What was the white guy named the the comedian who like beat his meet and, and casting meetings with all oh. the girls? Louis C.K. Yes, Louis like, C.K. Louis C.K. That was his shit. Obviously, like that was a nigga's first time beating <laughs> off in a room full of women. You feel me? So I think that this might be, and it's it's, it's disgusting if that. But then it's but also, there's places that do but, happy ending with consent. Definitely illegal. Though. But why? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> uh, if you do it in Nevada, maybe. I'm about to say you get away with it in Vegas. But. Yeah, but these are people who are professional, and you go into each and every one of them looking. So I'm like, yeah, you like, have an, a sick addition of trying like to get half people half who doesn't half, really do it, that's the thing, trying though. to get them to do it. 
But it, but it's like half and half. Like, cause it's like as like it was like eighteen girls that said, "Oh, nothing inappropriate happened." He just wanted a massage. I think like it was one thing. This was like the towel or whatever, right? Like he he wanted to use a, a towel instead of the sheet. So like they saw him get hard or something like mm-hmm. that, which is still gross. I was like, he's gross. I don't know what's like what's the end game here because again these aren't criminal like claims like but he only been in the league what less than five years and you went over forty you didn't you didn't switch towns you didn't switch teams how you going through forty Ans is a monster in terms of that yeah I mean like that, I said I don't know that, that's the one thing that opened my eyes up I'm like whoa okay that's crazy like okay it's the number maybe ten maybe ten over a three or four year span maybe because you know you different people different times but it's like. 40 in total Okay 18 and half, 18 half of them Half is saying they did you, That you did Half is saying That you didn't It's crazy Reasonable doubt <laughs> But In the public recession Reasonable doubt Means guilty And of course yeah. It gets you out And I think that's the, the one to be No matter if These are cases are all dropped he's hey, But now they're, now they're looking For federal charges now That's That was one of my Main things now And they're coming out With the identity Which is now I'm Okay, maybe it was a bad thought process to think beforehand, but now I'm actually starting to really look into it and really start because before it was all civil suits and they was looking for like some type of compa- right. yeah comprehension or you know some type of money, but now they're actually looking for federal charges. Like, yo, he really did something shaky to me. I'm like, okay, now that's what I really want to hear, and I'm like, okay, now I'm like, I'm gonna keep my eye on this even more now because it's not you only looking for money; you're looking for justice as well. I'm about to say, yeah, so what did man's really do? It's just interesting Now it's like We gotta keep watching But that wasn't even On the docket But what is on the docket Was the incident that happened I believe it was in Virginia Yes yes I mean Let me Cue it up I'll give a little backstory So if you guys haven't seen There's a video going around Of a, a military lieutenant He's pulled over in a gas station and being asked to step out of his car by, I believe, it was Virginia police. He identifies himself. He tells him his rank, and the cop is consistently like badgering him. Before we play it, this might be triggering for some. So I'm gonna give you my little disclaimer. But you ready? Yeah. Here you go. Don't do that. Sir, get out of the car now. Hey, sir. Get out of the car now. Sir, look. I'm trying to talk Get out. To you. Okay. I'm trying to I'm talk. talk. Get out. Just get relax. out of my car. Can you please get relax? Can get out. Please relax. Get out of the car right I'm, now. Now. This is not how you treat a vet. Uh, I'm actively serving this country, and this is how you're going to treat me. Back up, Daniel. I didn't do anything. Back up. Whoa, hold on. Daniel. What's going on? Hold on. Watch it. How he's doing that when you just pepper sprayed him in his face? You're gonna do what you're told. Get out of the car. Take your seatbelt off and get out of the. Take your seatbelt off. Hands are out. Take your seatbelt off and get out of the car. Hands are out. Don't reach in there, Daniel. Don't reach in there. My hands are out. Please. Please look. This is really messed up. My dog is in the back. My dog is choking right now. Get out of the car. Take your seatbelt off. What are you, a specialist corporal? What are you? I'm a lieutenant. Lieutenant, get out of the car. Take your seatbelt off and get out of the car. You made this way more difficult than it had to be if you just complied. Get out of the car. I'm reaching for my seatbelt. Fine. Take your seatbelt off and get out of the car. Straight on the ground. Down. Let's go. Wow. So it's a tough watch. Tough watch. I know it's tough living, but watching it over just kind of aggravates me. So for context, uh, the lieutenant was pulled over because he 
the the officers claim he didn't have any his uh, temporary plates. He just bought a new truck and he didn't have plates in the like I guess where you typically put them on the back truck. But they were it's posted in the window if you actually watch the video. Mm-hmm. They're posted, so that's why when he asked, "What am I being pulled over for?" He kind of screamed, "It's a traffic violation." But the information was right there. I did see something that kind of got me. So I saw like a, a distant cousin of mine kind of say he should have just complied, which I, I I think that that mindset. It's horrible. It's so it's so damaging. It contributes to the issue because, yes, it's easy to say he should have just complied because it's not you. But what if you genuinely didn't do anything? And I think when you do get in a situation where you feel like, all right, I'm just listening to this officer, it's people that have done that and still died. Philandro Castro was complying and told them about everything in the car and still got shot in front of his wife and daughter. You feel me? And then to compound that, it's like, hey, I serve this country. I'm not doing anything illegal. My dog is with me. Like, why are you doing this? And he's trying to, he's just literally trying to ask questions. Like, what am I being detained for? Why? And I was even more aggravated with the second cop. The second cop wasn't even, he wasn't necessarily hands on with the Lieutenant, Mm -hmm. but he also wasn't kind of talking to his partner. Cause he's like, what did I do? What did I do? It's only, you only hear the person who's on the body cam responding to him. And he's very, he seems very agitated, very angry. Yep. And the, you hear the lieutenant say, hey, I'm, I'm scared to get out of the car. If I get out of the car, what's going to happen to me now? They pepper sprayed him. They refused to help him out of the vehicle, throw him on the floor. So, I mean, what's your thoughts? Because I mean, it's, I'm really like, I'm I, got, a- I got two thoughts. First of all, my first thought is all those people who were getting after Colin Kaepernick for kneeling and disrespecting the troops. Where are you at now? Especially now this is a Latino and African-American man. Where are you guys at now? Because these are the people that you wanted to protect and saying here saying that we're disrespecting them by kneeling down and not standing up for the anthem. First of all, I want to know where you guys are at and I want the same outrage because these are veterans who serve in the country. And my second thought is, what, yo, what is being taught in these police academy that makes these cops think they're so above the law? Like they they think they're just these all powerful people, and I don't understand that mindset. And this is what's going on because he, it, I I, I kind of feel like it was a power struggle thing, like an entitlement thing. Like you're you seeing here, just he was he knows he's an American server. You can obviously tell, like you're doing all of this over of, of a plating. This makes no sense to me. I don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, so the, the lieutenant's name is Karan Nazario, black Latino, as you mentioned. He's su- suing for $1 million, and I believe the officer's names, give me a second, I just had them. We got Joe Gutierrez and Daniel Crocker. Like, right. like I'm, like, again, even if you have probable cause for a stop, I, I thought about this. I was like, how many of these videos do you see with white people? And I yep. asked you this question a couple weeks back. You was like, I, I can't really think of an example. I've seen I've seen some white people curse the cop out. Crazy. I'm not getting out the fucking car. Who do you think the fuck you? is you? Where's your commanding officer? What's your badge number? Yeah. Like, you know? And it's not even make light of the situation, but it's like, this is the reality of being black. And like, another thing, like, this, I saw this, what, yesterday, two days ago. It's tricky because it's like, yo, I, I really had to think of, like, I don't have my license yet. I'll be 100% honest. I can drive, but I don't have my license. And I don't really drive that often because. Since I've been like Eight years old All you hear about Whether it's personally My my, my pops was definitely Incarcerated because of He was driving with somebody Who had something He wasn't supposed to have Back Mm -hmm. when I was like Eight and I didn't see him For like two years And then 
every week you're hearing about you know somebody about driving while black you know and then we're at the point now is like you're watching full-on lynchings on camera this could have been this video could have been a thousand times worse yep and it's just like and i think i think the reason why he didn't go a thousand now harder because of the uniform if he was a if he was still an army man in a regular outfit yeah if he's in street clothes it was a wrap Mm -hmm. it was a wrap so I don't know, man. I hope man gets his bread. But then I'm also like, I can the way the law is written is like, oh well, you weren't listening or you weren't doing this or you know they feared for their life. Once that bullshit excuse comes out, you already know shit is sketchy. <laughs> but the thing is, he throughout this whole video, he has his hands he had outside, his hands outside the window, talking. Like you shouldn't even be. But it's like, yo, even if you know you got a racist cop, because I mean. How you put it? Like, I don't. You won't necessarily know he's racist, but you know you have some. Uh, uh, if you know your partner makes rash decisions with minorities, right? It, mm-hmm. Like, they ne- there's the 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 um second officer never steps up, and you could see from his facial expression he was like, uncomfortable. As yeah, fuck. he was hella uncomfortable. So you can't tell me you didn't know this was wrong. This was excessive. If I did it for a traffic violation, give me my ticket and let me go. Right. right. I don't have a plate. You want to run my plate? Or you want to see? No, it's right there in the window. I'm sorry. You have you have tents I couldn't see. Here's your ticket. Here's your summons. But to pepper spray me and yank me out of my vehicle because I question your authority? That's a power. It's an ego trip. Yep. Ego trip. And mind you, he's serving the country. He's basically, even though police officers are not arming officers and whatnot, but they, they're kind of in the same... I'm about to say they, this, it's they cousins. They yeah, they're cousins. They're distant cousins. cousins. Like you're disrespecting basically someone who's in the same type of realm as you, and that doesn't even. That's now, how much. But you know, some of them, some towns. Once you once you get past, not even once you get past Jersey. Well, after you get past urban Jersey, hood Jersey. Yep. It's a lot of towns that you gonna ride through it, and you just another nigga. So I mean, I hope this man gets hit some kind of uh, settlement from this, because. And I just hope everybody who was on Colin Kaepernick's. Case they about care. all of that. I hope y'all show out the same way y'all do because this is this is a perfectly perfect video demonstrating disrespect to people who serve the army. And it shows what black people go through on the regular. If you want to pull me over for being black, you can do so and make up some bullshit excuse. And mm-hmm. then once shit go left, it's like, well, this is what we were doing. And guess what? Well, we're not going to jail. And that, I, I don't, yeah, America do better. We've been saying that for 21 episodes prior to this one. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe by 221, they'll be better. Now, but, now this story, this next story kind of... It kind of like piggybacks off of this, right? Yeah, and also it just... It just it has been answering questions that I... There's been like questions that I've been wanting answered for a long time. So the head of New York City Black Lives Matter chapter is calling for an investigation of the organization co-founded after she is after she spent three million dollars on four homes. So um, the co-founder Patrice Kyle Kuder, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so don't budge me. She has purchased four lavishing houses for over three point two million dollars. One of them being right outside of Malibu, California. Now. The head of the New York City chapter of Black Lives Matter is asking for an open investigation to see if all this money is her personal money or is it some of the money that has been donated. donated to Black Lives Matter movement. Now, this is a question that I've been really wanting to ask because I've been hearing the Black Lives Matter movement has been 
having millions of millions of dollars and I have not known I they're not putting public what they're doing with this money. This has been the face of the movement and everybody's been donating to them and we really don't see what they're doing to the for the for the black neighborhoods. I mean I mean I, I'm trying not to be cynic slick. Uh but I mean I don't donate to them because again there's no transparency. And it's like the same thing with UNICEF. It's the same. Remember that the Haitian earthquake? Well, you know, the Haitian uh, earthquake. Yeah. How much money was stole, was donated that was that the people never saw? Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I messed up. And Wyclef. But go ahead. I was going to say Wyclef was part of that too. Yeah. But for Black Lives Matter, this doesn't shock me. And it could come out that she has on one, but I'm like, well, what do you do? Like, that's the, that's the thing. You mm-hmm. Especially, you're handling... You, black people have every right to be as up in arms and emotional as they are. But when people start taking advantage of that emotion for their uh, financial gain, that's where shit is an issue. Now, if you're using this money to, you know, create college funds, create resources in communities that are, you know, underserved, that's great. Just tell people what you're doing. Cause now it's like, yo, mama, what you doing? You you got money to buy a house outside of Malibu? And she got one in Atlanta I read yeah. And it's like There's another one of Four homes What you need four homes for And granted If you working And you earning that money With your nine to five or If it's, it's a non-profit So you As a non-profit Based on the amount of money You take in You set your own salary But I'm like Well Can we see what y'all are doing With the money Everywhere else yeah. Like If y'all got 300 million And your salary is like Oh I can get a couple percent Of this annually that makes sense, but what are you doing with the other, you know, two hundred ninety-seven million? Where is where are the community centers? Where are the libraries? Where are the public outreach? Where are the fairs? Where HBCU? Where y'all y'all yeah. sending money to them? I'm about to say there is so much that needs to be done within the black community to fight the pitfalls that have been put in place over the last two hundred years. But you know, I think people, not just black, people, but in general, people are inherently selfish, in the sense that even the nicest person you know. Has a vice or something I'll be like yo Alright let me take care of this first Before I go you know Help these people Let me go you know Do this real quick It could be something as simple as time It could be something as simple as food Like everybody has their vices But like That shit Like this Black Lives Matter Has been Like it I It's a hashtag movement But it's so much more Because that's what people associate When things like this happen And you know If this is what is true That they're not using the money And they're using it for their own personal gain you know how embarrassing it's gonna look for us, bro. They, you know, the white people in the in the offices with the blue lives matter has been. They gonna have a field day. Hey, gonna have a field day on our ass, and it's gonna just make us look so embarrassing. Cause at one point they told me the founder was um a white man who founded the Black That's Lives. What I heard too. So I'm I'm quite confused. So I'm just like, where's the transparency? That's why I never donated my money. I donated to other organizations or like local organizations. That's where I sent my bread. At. Uh, I don't I don't do the the big as like. And and it's just sad Cause it's like Like when are we ever going to be united To even try to start making changes Like when people who Are in the position and have the option To decided to go And use it on their own thing And not really do what they're promising I think that's a loaded Question Again no, not many people are inherently evil or inherently good. I think that these these initiatives do start out honest and pure, but it's different when you're sitting in a, a room in a community center, or a public or a shared space, with a couple hundred dollars from fundraising and you know going door to door versus receiving millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn. All right, I can 
Definitely want to take care of y'all, but I got to take y'all. Yo, these, this house been busted for a minute. I got to get me a nice spot. And unfortunately, it's like, I'm trying not to say, this might not go well. But <laughs> I just had to pull the first one of the day. But it's like, unfortunately, a lot of pe- black people haven't had a lot. Like, it's not a lot of, like, the black billionaires aren't running this stuff. Most they do is tweet. Yeah, that's you, true. You don't see, you don't see the, the, the billionaires of the world dropping you know the black, the black country, like millionaires dropping millions to rebuild schools and things like that. You see a occasional athlete, or you know might see someone low. I'm putting some somebody some start some college funds or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But to to manage like the major problems that would cost a lot of capital, they don't. So you're saying average, but average a, a person that's getting paid that every year can't isn't doing that. I'm seeing this money right now. It's like oh shit. I'm about to, you know, I'm trying. Let me, let me bump my salary. That's just sad. It is sad. It's just sad. But it's kind of like we really need this, especially what's been going on with how we suffering through this pandemic and everything. And I'm just like, yo, people were putting their lives at risk during these protests. It's embarrassing. Putting their jobs at risk when we protest over the idea of it. We have been constantly on every platform defending black lives. We and we had our little we had our little um discussion in a couple episodes ago about the marketing and the meaning of Black Lives Matter and how we disagreed on that. It's just like, yo, we putting all this effort in and this is never coming back to us. And it kind of in a sense for Black people in America, it kind of lowers your morale. And I feel like all these things, like the cop situation and the addiction, all that, all this is to bring our morality down and to make us continue to be under and be slaves. I mean, we're in a situation where it's like the outside isn't going to help us. And in the inside, we got to get to a point where we can help ourselves. But it's also a matter of like you need the right people. And it's going to sound crazy. Black Lives Matter needs to be run like a business. And it yep. sounds wild. No, it doesn't. No, In my head, it sounds wild. But when you think about these businesses, they don't care about their overheads. Like, they go, if they need to get something done, they can do it. And let's treat black, to our conversation, treating Black Lives Matter like a brand. I'm not saying she's guilty of this either, because it's like, there's an, they, they're calling for investigation because it look a little shaky. But we've been, we've had so many false prophets and false idols within the, the movement over the last 50 years. It's like, yo, we can't take another heartbreak because you already know you got to be twice as good, twice as clean just to have a fighting chance. And three times for black women. I'm about to say, Kamala, they watching you extra hard. But I just, I don't know, man. I, I feel. I feel conflicted because I'm like, we do need to do better, but I feel like we're also in a position where it's like, we have to have like the the, the, the white accountant. It's like, yo, watching, <laughs> like, yo, watch the money. Your job is to, we're not saying that a black person can't do it, but this is something where it's like, I want, like, we need to make sure that we have a s- protocols in place to ensure the money's going where it's supposed to, you know? Because it's one mm-hmm. thing to donate, but it's like, yo, I I sent them $200. I don't know where that's happening. It's not impacting my daily life or it's not impacting. I'm just like, like you're not seeing those things. Yeah. You feel me? So, and I just feel like we got to hold them accountable. But how do you do that when it's a, you know, not-for-profit? Yeah, I just, I just hope, I just hope it's not true. And then, and I hope in the midst of this, that the Black Lives Matter movement start being more transparent with what they're doing and how they're funding and get some real testimonies of how this funding is actually helping the black community. That's a fact. So we won't go now. You want we would start out a little heavy. It's only thirty five minutes this time, y'all. We ain't go over hour talking crazy. I'm, it's for the young, <laughs> the youngins. That said, we talk about too much serious shit. Yeah, we not we not gonna keep y'all too long. So you want to start off with uh, the song of the week? That's right. Yeah, let's go have a little fun. You know, I'm, you must start. We start out. 
You can start out. All right. So, you know, of course, of course, of course, I'm on a DMX with one of my songs. It's not really a hood song. You know, it's, you know what's funny about this record that he about to play? I heard the Drake version before I heard the actual regular joint. Really? Yeah, you know what it is? Like I said, my moms didn't really buy DMX Project stuff. So it wasn't on the radio for real like that. I didn't hear it. So like I've had DMX's greatest hits, but it's like when I play, like when I want to be in that energy, I go to the songs I know. But then I heard the Drake joint. I was like, oh, where he get this from? And I went back and heard it. Now, I've, I've always bumped this record. Now, this shit is tough. But how's it going down? By DMX. DMX. Let's go. You got to play the first. You know you got to play the intro. Home believe. Who dick you sucking? You lying to me, B. Yeah, exactly. Who dick you sucking? Come on, B. I just heard some that, shit about you. Imagine calling shorty. Yo, that's crazy. Suck my fucking dick, you bitch ass nigga. No, you explain it to me, bitch. You know what I'm talking about. This I don't know nobody up here. You don't fuck with nobody up here, and I ain't been fucking with nobody. Yo, t- yeah, I don't know nobody in fucking Yonkers. Lying ass bitch, you ain't shit. Do I have to holler his name too? Who the fuck is he? Bitch, you, you fuck- fucking him. Nah, classic intro. Uh, uh. With every game being played, how's it going down? Song to the song that I got to know now. Is you with me or what? Nigga trying to give me a nudge. I'm politicking with this chicken, wondering if I'm a creeper. Little hood rap bitch from 25th named Tamika. Coming through like I do, you know, getting my bark on. She was a thug, cause when I met her, she had a scarf on. 5411, size 7 and girls. Baby face would look like she was 11 with curls. Girlfriend, remember me from way back? I'm the same cat with the wave cat that my fucker at TNT used to blaze at. Still here, so it's all good. Oh, you know my niggas rich and them doing their thing on 35th day. It's a small hood, and it's all wood, so let me get that number. I get up, I hit you on the jack, made on, see what's up. Talking to Shorty made me wanna do something nice. Looking at that ass made me wanna do something nice. And the visual to this song. Fire. Fire. R.I.P. Dark Man X, man. Appreciate all the energy you've both ever given to every party I've ever been to. My next record, I had to slow it down. I was going to go Trevor Jackson again. I'm like, that's three weeks in a row, bro. I'm, I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill. So I went I back. I might go. But um, this next record, it's actually one of my favorite, like, baby-making records. And I've been, I've, Jamie Foxx's Unpredictable album is a classic. I don't care what nobody say. Uh, it's called Do What It Do. He put the little Ray Charles effect on it. Play it for you. Play it, you it my man. I'm going to make it do, do what it do, do baby. baby. Okay. That's my shit. I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. Heard of the baby. Now, baby, I just wanna take your freaking clothes off. Kiss your body while I take your freaking clothes off. Lead them heels on while I take your clothes off. Lead them lights on, let me see you go. Ooh, baby, that's my body calling your name. Ooh, and baby, that's your body doing the same. So act right. Don't show me, back it up, now put it on me, act right Don't show me, back it up, now put it on me Now what you wanna do, you wanna get high, you wanna get fired up What you wanna do, you wanna get sex, you wanna get tired up Get your rodeo wider, baby girl, let them die 
rise up. I think you better wise up. Cause I'm about to rise up. What you wanna do? You wanna get high, you wanna get fired up. What you wanna do? You wanna get sex, you wanna get tired. I'm feeling this. You never heard this? Baby, go now baby holla at me tell me what you're missing i can put in work in every position from the kitchen to the you go you cut it 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 that's my sh- yo I was like, what is that, 2006? I got the yeah. album for Christmas, and I heard that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a nasty nigga when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here. Oh, man. All right, all right. Um, I'm not feeling that, though. That's my shit, bro. That's my record. Like, and I have a bad day, I'm going to play Unpredictable album, and that song come up. All right, so this week, I'm going to go with a little Masego. You feel me? Off that EP study abroad. This is called Bye, Felicia. My shit too. Allow me to show you something. something. Now he's dope. I'm waiting for the album now. His last album is fine. All right, give me that gunshot out here, baby. I'm not giving you no damn gunshot. Come on, you gotta give me a gunshot. This is, you know, for my hood booger song of the week. You feel me? Only the family, little dark version, chief walk, turkey season. Man, six twelve in the morning. Uh huh. These shits always sound the same. I don't want shit to do with none that say twelve in them. Uh huh. Fuck twelve. Let's go. Yeah. Bitches lying on my name, I ain't hit it yet. What? What? I sit back, fuck some bitches, put V Roy name on my fitty. OIP! And y'all just got up on Buka Music. Uh huh. Ain't gonna say too much on the internet, yeah. but Shorty know yeah. he been a threat. Woo! Uh, turkey talk, huh? Uh, uh, Niggas mumble under their tongue, tell that nigga to talk up. Uh, 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 spot, you say uh, my name too crazy, he do walk up. Walk up? In my PO on my ass, don't call my phone, do pop up. Man, what? I go to court, don't uh, even trust my love. Uh, uh, I bought uh, a pint for my love, but I got a check for sure. Uh, I please uh, the rocks, uh, give me hair, I pop one every month. Uh, uh, got 50,000 on my grill, it look like George Foreman. Uh, 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 I heard them turkeys coming in. I heard them turkeys coming in. Hey. 
Yes, that's the, from the Only Family compilation tape. You know, that's a little Dirk from R.I.P. King Von. You feel me? Turkey season, featuring Little Dirk and Chief Walk. Oh so, yeah, I got for you know for a little hood bug shit in there. You know, that's for the culture though. Yes, I'm I'm pretty sure they expect it at this point. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think jumping in before we get into our little t- you know toxic topics, almost toxic time. Yo, if y'all got any ideas for like a little toxic segue, we could drop in like a, yo make something up, send it to us at this might not go well at gmail dot com. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, starting with basketball real quick. Kyrie's taking some days off, man. Apparently, he's dealing with a family issue. I mean, he got killed last time. He went absent without leave. So, what you think about this? I mean, given given the emphasis on mental health nowadays, why not? <laughs> he got to take some time off, especially after getting injected last night for fighting with Dennis Schroeder. They said Dennis Schroeder called him a nigga. That's why he was tight. He said... Dennis Schroeder's a nigga himself. He's a European nigga. I think it's different. This <laughs> <laughs> different... Because, you know, it's like... There's a subtle beef now Within the now, world Get called with a German accent A nigga I don't know I kind of feel some type of way I might want to fight him too though <laughs> But it's, it's weird Because it's like There's like Beef between Americans And like European blacks right now Because you think Because really? think about You ever heard about The, the, the actor argument Oh, American like actors, Uti- um, British. Yeah, American actors Feel like all the good roles Go to British actors And then British actors Be like, why y'all mad Learn how to act better Basically, because like it's like every important black role for the most part is a British actor. Get out, snowfall, snowfall, um, uh, Marlowe with the kid. Yeah, <laughs> like all these races. But but the thing about it is, um, their culture is surrounded by plays like Shakespeare, like <laughs> not hundred percent. But it is like sometimes you be like, damn, like American actors really ain't shit if your name not Denzel. All American, I didn't even know that Yo, nigga Sp- was Spencer James. <laughs> that boy is definitely, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's crazy, like they and they play the part. They play their fucking part. But it's like, damn, you, as a as a uh, what's it called? As a television watch, I like a viewer. I don't care. But it's like when I think of it, it's like, damn, we really don't get the roles on this side. But look, pop. we don't focus on arts in America like that. Look at all the but there's the, people the that programs to, that get cut first. But there is people that go to Juilliard and go to all these other. You know Famous Excuse me Artsy schools I'm like It gotta be some We don't have one That's under the age of 60 No they're supporting actors <laughs> But even then Like my, like Lakeith Stansfield Like my guy from Atlanta like, I'm a big fan of his work Anything he's in I literally watch mm-hmm. But I was like, it, like They shitted on him Cause it's like He's supposed to be nominated For best actor But they gave They put him in Daniel Kaluuya The guy from Get Out Who's also an amazing actor They put him in a What's it called In the same category Like I don't think That's ever yeah, been done I don't, that was, yeah, that was, I don't know why That was wonky that was, Yeah That was wonky I don't think he cares He's like I'm nominated I don't give a fuck I'll yeah. be like For Daniel Like you were nominated This your second Or third nomination But You should have been the lead Cause one he was one the lead of, I'm about to say Whose story was it Cause it, it, was, it was about Fred Hampton But it was more so About the guy that Set Fred Hampton up You know Yeah but I mean with My case with that is The UK really does this um, Theater shit even though we have some some spots in America, but like do you feel UK like black, really, do you feel like really black actors get a fair shot? Ooh. like oh. Daniel Kaluuya, I'm not going from he his performances were powerful. That's why I don't I like I like like he his if you ever watch Black okay, Mirror, but, but you name but you name all those British um actors who are famous in American movies. You telling me they all do great jobs, so it's not like. But I'm saying, I'm not saying, but I'm not diminishing. I'm not diminishing their work. Up, oh, they go to fire alarm. Let me pause real quick. We gonna come right back. We gonna continue this conversation. My fault, y'all. We back. We had to take care of that. I thought the house was burning down, but um, yeah, uh, we were saying, like, do you think American not, not taking away from British actors? British actors, I'm saying they're great because their work is really great. But do you think American actors get a chance? It's like music. Like, there's some great artists from. 
like all different walks of life but it's like yo do you think like the newer artists or like up and coming artists gets the same shine as like an established or someone that's like okay I'm they, they're trending like Chance the Rapper let's think about Chance right remember mm-hmm. Chance when he was underground he was great but then he went mainstream and it's like damn he's, he's on everybody's song he's everywhere like hey, we gonna give somebody else a chance so thinking about the acting like I'm trying to think of American actors who are uh, getting a good look yeah, no, I'm obviously going to say no because it's like given our society and everything like that, they're not giving us a chance. So I can't sit here and say, yeah. But that's a tough question because it's like, what actors are, are US actors that are really putting on right now? Donald Glover does good work when he's when they allow him to act. Yeah, yeah but he, you know, he does his fade in, fade out type. He does. Of thing, so he I don't does. Try to Lakeith Stansfield puts out good work. Um, I'm trying to think. That's the thing. Like it's hard. I'm thinking like, well, where are the black? Where are the American actors? I think that's a, something we can look over. The prominent there. ones. I say, but even so, you could think of somebody like, like every important black show. Like my guy, my guy Lawrence from Insecure does his thing. Yeah, but it's not like he's doing any like heavy impact. We trying to look for the people. But who I'm saying you got to. But that's where we got to go to. Like that's how literally Wait, the guy from This Is All of Us. Um, <laughs> Hold on, because he he's been in a couple. I'm, I'm keep talking. I'm gonna find it. I feel like a lot of times the American act they don't they don't go get strong American black actors. They go and get, you know, they get the comedians. They get the comedic roles. Cause we got some strong black women actors, but the black male actors we're not really seeing. Randall them. Pearson. Oh my Sterling K Brown. That's my yes. guy. Sterling is my motherfucking guy. Michael B Jordan. Okay, it was Michael one, B two. Jordan. Come on. Forrest, now. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm not trying to say from the old, but right now those that's it. You know, if you need the emotional role, you're gonna get Sterling. You need the action role, you're gonna get Michael B Jordan. Who else? Will Smith. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm kind of interested for his Tom Clancy. Yeah. Um, that's a fact. Yo, there's a show on. This is completely off topic. There's a show on Amazon. It's called Wait, McKee Pfeiffer. McKee Pfeiffer. Old. McKee Pfeiffer. Why? Wow, my fault. Wow, you really not a nigga. Don't you, do that. They didn't have that on the island. Tay Diggs. He's old too. Okay. That's man. what I'm saying. Like a lot of those. They they those are all guys that had prominent roles in the early 2000s. But like you think about this current generation or current. Uh, Jacob Lattimore. He's only really had one or two opportunities. No, he's been, he's been a. a he was in a thing. Tiffany Haddish movie that was trash. He was, he's in the shot. But I'm saying, like, that's, that's it. That's who we oh, got. Always shout out to Tyler James Williams. You feel me from Everybody oh. Hates Chris? He's been doing a lot of stuff in and out. A lot of independent work. But then, but look at that list. Tristan Wiles. What's the last thing Tristan Wiles has been in? He's been doing more music. His music is fire too. But oh, Brian White. No, but he's 45. Then. Exactly. Uh, that's what I'm saying. This is we went on a tangent because like Kyrie got called a nigga by the British nigga, but <laughs> oh Kofi the Kofi Kofi Sibido yeah everybody love him but he all the what's, what's the last thing he was in he's in Queen Sugar and he was in Girls Trip and then what else has he done I just seen him in a Doji Cat oh video. and then also um Denzel Washington's son oh that's my guy but then they fucked him over with Tenet not going to theaters so I was like can you even call him a he's a really good actor but has he is he gonna get his accolades you feel me. Yeah, he, I mean, he's getting his flowers right, even so though we, even though they fucked him over with that, but the the movie the movie that he did was in is popping. It was popping. That's because it was it was a black woman and a black man arguing and loving each Trevor other. Trevor Jackson. Trevor Jackson's a good actor, but he don't get no no big roles. Nate Parker, but he's blackballed. Oh yeah, and I and I'm still upset that he got back. But then look, I'm gonna oh. name the Brit. I can name five British guys off. You said you have Snowfall. You got John Boyega who was in Star Wars, and he just got the Emmy for his Amazon joint. Oh yeah, Daniel got, Kaluuya. Then you got the Spencer James. Spencer dude. James, dude. Ezra, it's like Ezra something. Like Daniel Ezra. Daniel Ezra. Like um, damn, 
damn, it's another guy. I can't think of his name. But like, it's, it's like those are the guys getting the roles right now. So I don't know, man. Kyrie being mad, I think it's just we have an inherent. They not from this side of the water, so we still don't. You can't call me nigga, bro. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> you don't know my pain. Yeah, I feel you that we we've been having issues with them. But I mean, with Kyrie taking some um, some off days, why not? His team is number one in the East. It's not like they got two other superstars. Yeah, like, KD just came back. Harden's yeah. out for another couple of days. And they got Blake Griffin and um, Marcus Aldridge. They be they be cool. You feel I me? Mean? No, hundred percent. Speaking of the NBA though, too, uh, Paul Pierce. We talked about it last week. He was on Instagram Live on his un- old uncle shit. <laughs> he got fired from ESPN literally the day after we talked about this shit. But he's getting offers from a bunch of different companies, including was it Cam Soda? Yeah, the Cam Soda over two fifty thousand, over two hundred. Shout out to the sex workers, y'all. Mm-hmm. We we support sex work on this side. We don't well. We don't shame sex workers. I guess it's an easy way to. You might, yeah, you might support sex. Never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Cam Soda is a webcam platform where uh, workers can go and you know raise get them tips, and they offered him a, a show for two hundred fifty thousand. I thought it was a clap move, because no way. Uh, Paul Pierce is not doing nothing for 250 He not But then it's also like That's the starting offer So imagine what the next offers Are going to look like What if only am I, If I'm OnlyFans I'm making the call Oh Only, Oh that's a fact OnlyFans Sports Network You get Paul Pierce You get Mia Khalifa Lisa Ann Yes I know their names Don't laugh ladies <laughs> I don't give a fuck <laughs> I, It was shame in my game this, That know? was art when I was younger But yeah. they, they are, But I say that Because they're prominent Sports personnel I remember Mia Khalifa Had the Gilbert Arena show and Lisa oh, Ann yeah. has a podcast that focuses on sports. Wait, Mil um, Khalifa's on the Gilbert She had she they had a, a show like last year or two years ago. Oh, okay. remember she like tweeted him, but it was like promo for the show. And they was like, oh, she's clout chasing. Ah, uh-uh. but they, I don't know if it's I don't think it still comes on anymore. But they definitely she does have like she gives like yeah her, I know her, I know she does sports, sports stuff now. So I'm just saying you put them three together, you cover what's popping off in sports. You got the 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 legitimacy of a former NBA champion and Hall of Famer. Yo. That's but but the thing about it, we missing out the best part. We got FS1. They're trying to take up anybody who's not appreciated by ESPN and bring him onto their side. But do you think FS1 is going to bring Paul Pierce <laughs> smoking weed? Well, I guess they might because Shannon Sharp Come definitely on, has man. Hennessy on every show, and he was taking shots on air. Yeah, so FS1 might. I be- mean, I mean, it depends on what direction. I don't think Paul Pierce want to damage his. I don't think Paul Pierce is that type of guy. Not damage, because damage is the wrong word to use, but no, I don't like, think he wants to change his image of being that guy who smokes and drinks and doing all that stuff. So I think he's going to play the safer route and just do FS1 or a lot of sport network and just keep it pushing the way he did it with ESPN. That's how I feel, because I don't think he's going to be the type to sit here and be all... Yo, bring bring the Jones through. Yo, let me roll up a split. Let me you let me do that. I think this was a one time thing. That's why you should. This should be like you know how to like there's an age limit to get certain apps for kids. This should be a cap for certain people. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Once you hit like forty, like you got no business. Let me see. And then also raised like yo, did he do this on purpose? Because it's like no, and you no. And maybe he was in his right mind, but it was just like you should have known better. Like you work for ESPN, they don't play that at all. I just want to know who Monica is. Like, yo, Monica, you better come get you some of this money, girl. I, like, who was Monica? Like, Monica, if you if you're listening, please say something. Like, yes, it's me, boo. I'm Monica. Like, let us know because he was begging. Like, yo, why you better come get you some of this money? But you know what also gets me upset is Disney. 
Like, let's not front Disney. Y'all have a suspicious past over here, especially going to you know, the founder of stealing and doing all that, Peter, and all that other stuff. So it's like, when do you use the moral compass to judge what people done in the past in it's, their company? Yeah, Disney, not, Disney not playing no games. They are a conglomerate. <laughs> like, <laughs> there shall be no no weak spots in the armor. Paul Pierce, they didn't, people don't even like you that much. <laughs> what, what Draymond said, we don't even like, we don't even like you like that. <laughs> like, they don't like you like that. We can, we can replace you. We got Jalen. Jalen Rose be holding it down. Oh, and Richard yeah. Jefferson. We got one problematic black. We don't need another one. <laughs> so, I mean, like, you know, I, he's not going to be strapped for cash. He's going to be good. He's going to land on his feet. But 100%. 100%. Before we get into the toxic topic, I told about that versus, man. Yo, you older women. No, nah, just you women in general need to be ashamed of yourself. Y'all over here getting having puddles on the floor for a 70-year-old man. He was 80. 80 or 70 He old as hell <laughs> I think, I'm thinking 70 Let me check Why you talk Yeah but Y'all was over here Feeding for Ron Isley like that Like yeah, I was, I was, I was, He was sad though Ron Isley was on his shit He, he had He had the He got the facial hair He got the drip He had the two tone He got the, the dark up here But the gray right here <laughs> Yeah but yo There was Like Zach I'm like you, Yo that man could be Your that grandfather But it don't matter His wife is like 17 years younger than him Nah, he's, he's 79. He, oh, so he's turning 80. No, his wife is damn near half his half her half. Oh, she's 34, half, right? Yeah, she's in her 30s or close to her 40s. Damn near half. Damn. He still got it like that. And they had a kid not too long ago. The miracles of modern Viagra. I mean medicine. <laughs> Don't do that to my guy. But yeah, but that Earth Wind and Fire and um Isley Brothers versus was 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 great. I mean, I have no. Um, only thing is the the Trilla app needs to. Trilla wasn't ready for that. Yeah, Trilla wasn't ready for that, and I think that was like because there was like the program on the TV. They told you how to stream it off the phone and then put it back on the TV. That Apple didn't have all that problem. Apple dropped the ball. They wasn't trying. Do you know what it is? Trilla is giving people blank checks. So mm-hmm. a lot of people taking the money. They're like, the ownership sound good, but now you gotta you gotta reinvest that money into the platform. Because Apple, it, I had it. I used to watch it on Apple. It did lag a little bit, but it was never nothing egregious like what I heard. Mm-hmm. I watched it off my phone. Like I was just like I was bumping. But then I I like the verse. I'm like yo, because he really I didn't realize how many hits both of the groups had, especially the Ozzy Rose. They, Earth Wind and Fire came out strong, and then yeah. Ron was like, yeah, hold on, let me change my jacket real quick because these hoes is playing. Because <laughs> because I ain't gonna lie, once again. The versus stuff is so tricky because it's like we go in there as fans thinking they're gonna play this and they don't. And and, and the score, if we really kept a scoreboard on these type of things, the Isley Brothers was getting ass whooped. No you cap. You think so? Earth, Wind, and Fire was hitting them for the first ten, but then the second ten, and then it's like the first ten Earth, Wind, and Fire was swinging, but then, but then, but then if you look, but Ron Isley had what was he like the first artist to have like a hit in like almost every decade, like five decades, something like that. And I'm like, bro, you have enough hits. And I was looking at their discography, and I'm like, yo, you, yo, no lie. I suppose you could have blow Earth, Wind, and Fly out the water. Which it was a cel- you know what it is? They they tailor it like a celebration. So it's for us to argue, but mm-hmm. for them it's like they just want to have fun. Because I'm like certain songs, I would have sat on so it's like, yo, this my this my 17, 18, 19. This is my last one. Wildly, I win these automatically. But he's mm-hmm. like, nah, we gonna bump because I know Voyage to Atlantis, man. Man, oh man, I played that song like 80 times this week. Like, that was my walk to work, walk home, <laughs> walk to the bathroom. Like, yo, had an AirPod and just bumping like that joint right there, man. And also, RIP to Mar- uh, Maurice White, 
the founder oh, of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, definitely miss you out there. You know, I didn't even know you passed away five years ago. It's so crazy because it's like, yo, we're we're the pandemic is making us or allowing us to give these artists their flowers. Mm-hmm. But for some of these older acts, it's like they'll not that they never know, but they'll never see how much of an impact they have or they've been generated. Like like Earth, Isley Brothers has songs from the sixties, bro. Yeah, and that and that's why I'm so happy that. We got DMX to do the verses before he passed away because he got some of his flowers back then when he did the verses. But can I just play one Isley Brothers song that's that's like my shit though? Well, no, he played Voyage to Atlantis after. Now this is my this been sampled a lot of times, but this is my this is my joint right here. Though. I had to play this one time. Man, all of these joints were sampled. Summer rain or summer breeze, excuse me. You just gotta hit that. And you know, Biggie had this great song to this too. The song's been sampled like 34 times. Hey girl, ain't no mystery. Now you know if you play in this song, your mom was getting took down. You heard this song playing in your crib, your mom was getting took down. Crazy. You don't go outside the room. Laying next to me. I just, well, just play a little bit They ain't wanna play I too can't much get, I can't get tri- um, Voyage to Atlantis bro Come on Voyage to Atlantis I'll do that Talk talk I'm about get to say, this up. We, we gonna, I feel bad If you're not showing Earth, Wind & Fire Enough love But you know they that's a, Those are great groups Those are amazing groups Like you Ooh. Ooh. We, we, play, we might play September Just just to even it out A little bit This shit right here dog This is What? Oh Make you have that ugly face. Mm. They don't make songs like this. Now I know what my grandparents used to say. What they mean. <laughs> I don't want to hear I'm a fuck you later, bitch. After this, like no. Yeah, cause you know what was that shit that they were saying? Hold on. I like this round. You don't don't do that. Let's see quiet. Let's start. But you know, some of the lyrics, I might, I might use some of his Ron Isley lyrics because the one of the lyrics that people was breaking down on Twitter was like, yo, look how he was talking to girls. It's like, I love how you receive me. Like, what? I'm about to get that shit off. Prepare for me to start saying that. You're, you tell you tell a girl, I love how you receive. You, you tell me that's you were that's just the, telling girls, you just saying, bitch, I'm gonna smack that ass last week. Now you want right. to say, I love, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you feel. And, and it was a, it was a different context. You know? It sounded like the same. Okay, shit to but me. you know, you telling girls, I love how you receive me. Oh Lord, you feel me? But you know, we got to play something. You know, something. You know. 
Gotta play a little Earth, Wind, and Fire. They play this in every black movie. <laughs> if you, every cookout. I'm about to say. <laughs> it's every Grammy always- reunion. You remember what what? When it was nice, to be in the studio session for that because it's like certain songs where you constructing it I would love to be a part of that studio session when they because it's like it's no way in hell they was not jamming they was not getting hype making this song like I just know the, the people playing the instrument was going crazy they was like oh my god it's like I might because it's like it's different nowadays because you know people just make their beats and then you can send it through it Send it via email and stuff like that. But like back in the days when you really had to work in the same place with the artists and the musicians, I could tell that vibe back then was good. But the versus battle was great. I enjoyed it. You know, and also I just want to take a time out to shout out to Steve Harvey because he received a lot of criticism. Yo, but you shout know, out. yo, I get it. But you had to be watched. If you've never seen Kings of Comedy, you have to know that's that was probably the highlight of his life next to his yeah. kids being born. Like he has said his skit was, yeah, I don't know real music, like the music that make you feel. And that line, like he really fulfilled that. He was able to be with his idols. Mm-hmm. It's like being with somebody who told the story of your life for every moment you could think for a lot of your, your moments the artists that you really truly appreciate their music kind of guides you whether it was relevant or not like I remember Confessions is probably my favorite album because every song has like a special meaning to me for the most part like I can remember playing songs when I was happy when I was sad mm-hmm. now you know I'm, I can th- even go into college I heard Bad Girl at every party they definitely played Bad Girl everywhere you yeah, feel me because I'm telling you right now if I was in the verses and I was hosting it let me put a random artist I really like Drake, you telling me I'm not going to be talking and and over examining each record? Like, yo, when you made Girls Love Beyonce, what the fuck was you going through at the time? What was her name? Like, yo, I be feeling the same type of way too. Like, yo, dating is hard at my age. You know, I would have been just excited as well. So I'm just like, I can't blame Steve Harvey. That's a fact. But it was like this grandma who was like, Sighing throughout the whole entire, it was like a, a video that was going around. But I'm like, yo, you gotta understand. Like, he's a fan too. Each most of the sto- most of the songs that he was talking about, he had a memory to it. He was not. He was knocking joints down to them songs. He said it basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad wifey not here because he was out in these streets. Yeah. So shout out to Steve Harvey. You know, you know. We, I ain't gonna blame you for that You feel me You yeah, nah, people, people are fickle Cause it's like yo Everything Like this is a show We here Like I get it It was. It's probably a combination Of the app Acting up and whatever It was nice having those Like what you thought They was gonna really say to each other These are 80 year old men 
Working the internet Yeah You will need somebody To kind of like Cause that's That's another thing That I felt like The Patti LaBelle And Gladys Knight thing Was missing If they had somebody Who were A big fan Of them There commentating Or kind of hosting it Then the conversation Between both of them Would have been As dry as it was Even though you know It was still It was still Good verses That's a fact And then people were upset Cause they was like Yo he gonna play R. Kelly produced records And Ron Isley I'm like Those are hits and it, but it also begs the question, like, yo, in cancel culture, how far do you go? Because Contagious is one of his. That's like his his most recent yeah. like hit. So it's like, is he supposed to omit it? Because we seen it with T Pain as well. T Pain played um, what's it called? I'm a flirt. I'm a flirt. And he got to. And I so mean, it's like, what do you do? Like, how do you feel? Like, I didn't make it take it that big of a deal because it's like, yo, hey, it's, I played same girl versus and our versus. Damn sure it did. <laughs> but it's like, yo, you kind of. In that situation Like that's his most A lot of kids might That might be the song That they do know or Like you know Young adults Like okay And they have multiple songs Other than Yeah he had that He had busted So But I'm like When are we gonna separate The artists From The music I think it's hard to do that Because of, when you play the music You're putting money in the pocket so You're basically like Openly supporting a pedophile But In this situation It's like yo I don't think he got paid over that Because it was like It was a DJ track You feel me Mm -hmm. And it was like People still going to stream the song This nigga Niggas is still playing 12 play in the hood Like Let's let be honest. Let's be honest. Like I, I, I'm not gonna front. Like sometimes I'm like, damn, there's some art. It's some songs that is um, that were amazing. But it's like you just. I personally have a hard time being like I'm gonna play yeah. this because it's Kells and Kells fucked up and that's disgusting. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, it's streaming. I'm not putting no money in this man's pocket. You feel me? But it's like it is. It is tough. And some people's like, fuck it. I'm. I'm not gonna separate it. And also, he's getting his just due right now. He's been in jail for the last what two years since year? surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, they yeah. Got- so he's. Been doing, I mean, he's com- not have complete justice, but hey, he's going through it right now. So hey, uh, man, what is? Is it time for it sound to get toxic? Yo, we definitely need a sound for that. We gotta look it up next episode. We gonna try to get a, a we sound. Figure, we gonna find a toxic sound. Now, now this, now this toxic topic we have got into because I've seen this. There's been a big debate. Let's hey, um, Is it toxic time? Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So it was this. It was this um, topic going around about normalizing friendship date. <laughs> so this guy, he, he he's he's kind of like an influencer. Him and his twin brother Terry underscore the twin. Shout out to them. You know they make some good music video, and they also both in like med school and doing their thing. So he wrote. He recently. Post a picture of him and his friend for over six years, best friend, and they got all dressed up and fancied, and took some good pictures before they went out and did go to a fancy restaurant. And it was like, let's normalize friendship dates, and this had the whole Twitter up by storm. Like, yo, you the biggest simp I ever met in my life. Oh, this boy hurting. Oh, this boy starving. What's your thoughts on that? Um. I ain't really see nothing too wrong with it. I think the dressed up part was a bit much, unless you go into like an actual event. Like I think the last time I dressed up, like I dressed up to go somewhere with a friend by ourselves was like prom. Like we just went as friends, me and Shorty. But like, am I big old age? Because I mean, we was talking like, yo, is that does she have a man? Does he have a girl? And we was like, nah, they both single, so it's cool. They went out, but I think. He 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 did simple. He's like, you guys are just showing the lack of respect you have for women. No, they're showing that a lot of men aren't trying to be a lot of women's friends like that. 
<laughs> you having our conversation last week? Yes, I mean, hundred. Like, I have female friends, but I'm like, I'll go hang out with them, but I'm not putting on no suit. And now you gonna get this Nike tech? Yeah, cause cause what you call it? Let's put it out on the table. Both of them are attractive people. So let's go back to our conversation that we had last week about um men and um female male and females having um platonic friendship. Somebody tried to hit at one point most, or some she tried to fuck somebody and, in the group. Well, yo, you try you try to fuck somebody in her friend. And group. I'm saying, yo, I, I need more context on this relationship before we talk about this and let's normalize friendship. Because I'm like, two attractive people, y'all never did anything. Y'all never, not one person liked the other, and the other person didn't like the other. You know, something like that. Y'all didn't fucking then understand that. So there was a crush somewhere. It, yeah, there has to Even be if it's some just type a crush, of thing. That's innocent. Like you could put your like, I could put my dick away. And be like, oh, we cool though. That's my friend. That's my homegirl. Like that's fine. But it's like I think my favorite line was like, y'all go, it's all good till we start normalizing friendship head. And it's like, yo, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yo, like real talk. I, I mean, I don't mind a friendship date, but I'm not taking it to no fancy spot. Unless 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 we're kinda like some foodies. We had to be friends forever. Yeah. Like and then you know, people play the best. Like, that's my best friend. No. Y'all just like each other, but y'all in a situation where y'all can't do nothing. Let's cut the bullshit. <laughs> Like unless y'all been friends for de- like a decade, like you know, because that's how I remember back in college how it was. Show you met a shorty, or she met you. It's like, oh, you be my best friend now. I right, bet. And then three weeks later, y'all slam dancing after the party. Uh huh. So now a question. Now we both know they were both single. But now if she wasn't single, or he wasn't single. That shit wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get it all toxic bag, baby. Let's get it all toxic bag. Unless, like I said, would say- you let your woman go do a friendship date like that? It depends on what. Depends what a nigga is. If I know him, even if you know him, you if, I know, if I know him, if I know him like that, like yo, I'm cool with it. But if it's like some next nigga, like you better than me. Nah, but it's like you got, but you got to think about it. Like some women have friends. It's like all right, but I I've seen this plutonic. Like, y'all going to whatever. I'm cool with that because I if I know both of y'all, if I know the nigga, I'm like yo, why got to be caught this part? Because my face, my facial expression, I'm one now. I'm not even stressing. if you know him, you letting your your girl. Cause she's not my property. She's not my property. Yeah, go get fly. I don't give a fuck. All right, we, have, wait, we got to debate that too about this property. It's not about being property. It's about it's about yo. You know, like but you got to keep it a but buck you, about what's going on keep, out but here. But keeping it in the buck though, I'm like yo, if I trust my woman for sure. If we in some fucked up place. I'm like, bitch, where you think you're going? <laughs> but but if we in a good spot, I'm not tripping. Especially like I said, I know I don't know the nigga. It's like some left field. Oh, me and so and so about to go get food. Who the fuck is so and so? I don't know this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we work together. Nope, I already know how that go. One uh-huh. on one, I know yeah, I, your work you boyfriend, might, your yeah. work husband, whatever y'all be calling them. I seen the Tyler Perry movies. I understand what's happening, uh-huh. but if I know them, I'm like, yo, I, I'm, I got no reason. Like, you're not gonna come around my spot. You don't want to die. <laughs> like, you're not gonna come around my spot and, and you know, like try to try to fuck up where I sleep. But it's like, but, but they. They're taking pictures the way that home because that's the main thing that, 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 that was the main wait let me say that was the main thing that got social media and up a, frenzy. a frenzy because they took pictures and he was saying let's normalize friendship date anyway. I don't think up. I don't think if she was in a relationship she would do that. You feel me? It depends who she's relationship with too because it's like it's gonna sound not gonna sound well, this might not go well but there's like different boundaries for different groups of people like well, he he could have posted the picture up and been like oh I'm posting she wouldn't post it up on her yeah, page yeah but, but she would know she would be post- like yo you're wilding because he see that he gonna be tight. They all look mad cozy. I think that's. But you know, guys, women like I ain't gonna do nothing and still post it. But it's not about it's not because he don't got he he's not in a relationship. You feel me? That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like she she'd catch hell. 
Cause I was like, I'm not be mad. This nigga be doing some some dickhead shit as much as I might want to be his ass. I'm be like, yo, you you saw you was taking the picture. You saw what was happening. You let it happen. And but now they you... dressed up though. They friends. Yeah. They and remember it's like this you moment. Can't the, the, the little cross arm pose is fine. The little whatever, like, yo, that's my home, my rotted dots. You, you don't want your girl hugging on his neck like she was doing? Yeah, like that's like I'm gonna feel I might feel away. I'm like, yo, or doing a finger back to back thing. That shit cool. That shit funny. I don't give a fuck about that part. It depends it all depends on your partnership though. In general, I'm lax to the point where it's like we like we in a good space. I'm not going to care about a lot of that shit. Okay, but it's like I don't think that would happen if there was a significant other in play, unless he's into like some little cuckold shit type, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting nah, that. Like if he, that's if that's the case, he probably lets his girl let like, get trains on her. He parts oh, in the face. Oh man, <laughs> but you know, to each their own. Because yeah. there's guys out there like that. Yeah, but, nah, that's your shit. That's your shit. But I'm like, yo, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But I'm not. For me personally, like I, my female friends know, I'm not getting OD dressed up. If we just going to hang out, I'm probably pulling up. Most of you getting is jeans and a polo. Yeah, and I'm not going to no fancy restaurant. Yeah, no, nah, I'm going somewhere chill. I'm probably we can go to brunch. I'll pull up yeah. on a brunch with you real quick. I'll pull out the Chelsea boots a little quick. Yeah, and I'm still leaving before the sun go down. I don't give a fuck. How you get home? Let's figure it out. All right, cool. Bye. You on the train? Bye. I'll see you later. That's it. Now, I don't know how I feel about this friendship date thingy. Because it's like I don't yo, like going on dates anyway. Yeah, and also it's just like uh how it how how <laughs> the feelings like Feelings will come across And you probably don't even know How you really feel No I mean But you know who your friend is And who you, Like I'll say this You know if you could fuck your friend You know if you could fuck your but friend But there's plenty of friends That you wanna fuck But you but know, you know you But you know out. which ones You could fuck Or you know who you could have fucked You feel me And if there was a certain time period In the past Yeah I was like Oh I had a chance But then now I know It's clip for all that Yeah it's like If you accept that It's like alright We just here Whatever Eating and drinking Cause we both lonely and shit Fuck it Let's go but again, I'm not getting dressed. I'm not putting on my my best, my Sunday best for this shit. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I don't like going outside as it is. But yeah, if she had a man or he had a girl, then nah, it wasn't cool. happening. It's it wasn't cool. happening. I'm like, come on now. You but it, it was. But it wasn't going to happen. Eight times out of nine times, it wasn't happening because you know somebody's gonna feel uncomfortable. And a lot of relationships where they are um, different, uh, co-gendered. Friends, I guess. I probably said that wrong. I'm tired. But whatever you want to say, when there's a co-ed, or yeah, whatever. co-ed friendships, is like once a relationship comes in, it's like a lot of times your partner look at that the other the other person is sideways. Like, yo, why this nigga always around? Why she's always around you? Why she always here? You oh feel, yeah, you feel me? So that's why I, I like, get that a lot because I have a lot you're of. A hoe. Don't do that. Don't put it out there. I'm a wholesome black man. Black man don't cheat. I have my. I'm uh, part of the you're membership. A, you're in the. Or, you're event. part of the organization of black man don't cheat. Faithful. Oh, black that man one. So you're in a couple of organizations. Don't do that. Sorry. Don't do that. Okay. No. It's putting me out there as a bad guy out here. I, I ain't no shit. Derek Jack. <laughs> I ain't say shit to you. Um, but what you gonna call it? Um, I do have a lot of female friends, and a lot of women that I talk to have problems with that, and I'm just like. You have to understand, like, I don't hang out with them. I only only really see them at events or at um what you gonna call it or uh, gatherings. But like, far as hanging out with them on some like, it's only like a probably two that I hang out with on some like, oh let's chill, let's go get something to eat, let's go catch up type of thing. But women do get intimidated by guys who have a lot of female friends because they feel like. You gotta be at least fucking a couple of them, and I'm like, uh, I'm a proud example of saying no, I'm not. <laughs> I, can't, I I don't want to. They crazy, them damn self, and I know I'm not trying to get myself into that. <laughs> That's a fact. 
But yeah, but I mean, like I said before last week, you know, I feel like a lot of these friendship between male and females would are not really platonic to begin with. But if it is platonic, then it's all right, and I think the friendship will work. But a lot of these friendships are not platonic. I'm about to say if they start normalizing friendship, head, it's like, well, damn, this shit came around way too late in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that and that's a fact too. As a friend, like yo, would you like like would you help your friend out if if they in need they down bad? It's been a minute. <laughs> like it. yo, like, let me just let me just get this. Let me just so, get this so rock we, off. So we friendship dating. I'm trying to send with see what friendship panties you got on. Oh, you don't have no no. You know what time it was. See, look, there's Let's a whole different conversation. That no, there's a, but help no. your friend who's down. But they bad. are not friends no more. They are not friends. See, look, it's no, over. No, once you hit, could be friends. It's might not go. Once you hit, they go to feelings. Not always. It could be trash. Nah. <laughs> I it, it could be no feelings somebody, after that. One of them said, somebody gonna come out of that with feelings. Or it's gonna be like, I don't even want to be around you no more because that was mad awkward. So it's one of the feelings or it's fuck you. So it's one of you get one F, pick one. So that's why I was like, it's, 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 it's a slip. Right, so you don't have to hit. Maybe you maybe, maybe, maybe you t- top each other off, you feel me? Get, get both each other rocks off and call it a day, you feel me? Sounds That sounds like mono, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright But that's it for the day I mean We want to talk about The guy Kevin Samuels Real quick or not Oh yeah Now you can go ahead I was just saying Like I've been watching Kevin Samuels videos And ladies Let's be honest He said His delivery is very very coarse Oh yeah But he's not He's not Wrong all the time He's not he old as hell, so I'll be questioning where he, why he feel comfortable doing it. But I guess old people don't care. Oh yeah, once you reach, I, I feel like once I reach forty or so, I'm not gonna really care about what I'm saying. I done, I done live my life by that point. But I don't know, man. It's just like, why do I, I have a problem with the girls that keep going up there for validation? Like, why the fuck do you care what this nigga think? I think that I, I question like we so much shit now is done for validation, whether it's through likes, whether it's through you know people actually coming up to you and saying shit like. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, he ain't said nothing nice about nobody, girl or guy on this show. I seen the shit where he was clowning old boy. Where he's like, dude, it's like, how do I get a girl? I live in the basement. I work at Walmart. Da, 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 da. Well, you got a big dick, nigga. Said, I don't know. What you mean? What is that? Nigga, you know you got a big dick. Like, he be roasting. <laughs> like, everybody go, goes in. Man, and, and that's wait, we got to we got to put we got to put emphasis on that. He roasts everybody. He gets at everybody because a lot of women just be like, oh, he just get at women. He hate women. A black woman. I'm like, no. If you really watch his content. He goes after anybody. He does not spare no one. But I feel like with women that goes on his platform, like, yo, you just got to live in reality a bit more and understand what you offer or what what you are. Like, it's okay to not be... Be the 10? Be the 10. It's okay not to be a 10. There's great eights. There's, There's... Decent sevens There's good sevens You know It's like yo I know I'm not a 10 at all I'm not even a 9 I'm I'm an 8.7 You know I'm like I realize like I got some work to do Before I hit the 8s You feel me I know that But I'm 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 comfortable with that And I know And I'm not always Going to tell you Not to shoot above your league I'm always going to tell you To go outside your league You know That's how us guys go Because A lot of A lot of guys Know what women To talk to And what women Not to talk to That's a fact Because once we see a Once we see a girl Who's on her shit 
and on her grind and doing all that, and we're not on that same type of timing, we avoid those women. That's a fact. We avoid those women. We go out to the women who, who, who's for us or who's down bad a little bit, and we can, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we we go we go that. But for women I've seen that goes to these platforms. And they try to argue him down. Like, yo, if you feel like you a 10, baby girl, you a 10. You can have that. But mm-hmm. what Mans is saying is that, I think he's, I saw other, he's like, yo, men are visual. I'm like, it's 100% facts. I give a fuck what you look like before I give a fuck what comes out your mouth. Oh, that's offending. And then if, you, if, if, if what's underneath the hood does not match outside, I'm like, well. <laughs> yep. And then and sometimes and sometimes what's under the hood might even enhance what's on outside. I'm about to say, uh, reverse. Maybe, the, maybe you know, maybe it was a, 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 a Nissan Sentra or whatever. Like, ain't nothing wrong with being a <laughs> Nissan Sentra. Because sometimes it's just be, they do it, they get the job done. Yeah. Niggas like Nissan Sentras. But it's like, don't come around, like, you think you a Lambo and you a Sentra, nigga? I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you're not gonna get Chris Brown. Not gonna drive you if you a Sentra. He's yeah. not, he not looking for you. And then also another thing I hate is that with women be on this platform, like y'all high value women, y'all get to have all these options and y'all get to do whatever y'all want with these options. But for a high value man, y'all try to limit his options and try to make him go above what he wants. Stop. You know, if you know you would, if I know if I'm with a high power woman, a high value woman, I know she has options. I know, yo, I have to be on my game and I have to, you know, not to say it here and say lucky that she's entertaining me, but I will have to be a little more weird. Like, yo, she's giving me time of the day. Like, I have to respect that. I have to really be on my bullshit. I have to really sit here and really. Elevate myself to meet her halfway because she is giving me a chance. Because normally a woman like that wouldn't, but they don't give us the same type no, of leeway yeah, with, flip, with guys. Flipping out there, and this might not go well, but that's. I, I mean, I'm not defending men's, but I've been the more I watch it, maybe it's the masculine side of me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's he's honestly trying to to address. He's addressing it in the most toxic man fashion ever. So you can deal with what he's saying. There's nothing else that another man should be able to say or, or act around you that's going to put you down. Mm-hmm. But I'm like the validation part. Why do we care what a 50 year old man has to say about you? You 23, which with your own six figure business. I, I get it. I get you know, it. Nobody you built like a linebacker. Nobody. I'm about to say nobody wants to be alone. I get that, especially in the pandemic because we've been. If you was in the house by yourself for a year, that shit gets a little spooky. <laughs> you start hearing the creaks and seeing shit you ain't know was there, but. Like, yo, work on you. Find what you like. Don't think you need to have something that's on your level or think that somebody got to play up to get you. Like, I, you've said this before. You said, like, it's the I am the prize. What if it's two prizes? Like, can't they be together? Like, can't mm-hmm. we figure it out? Or what if I'm working to be a prize? You don't want me because I don't make six figures or you don't want me because I got kids or, you know, as a man, like some niggas, I don't want, like, you, this is what you always hear. Yo, you, 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 you under 30, you got a good job, benefits, you go vacation, your credit good, you got no kids, you got a crib, you got a car. Damn. You're rare. You're rare. Like, what? But then as a girl, you don't really hear that. Oh, she fine. She, how many kids she got? Two, how many baby dads you got? Three? How'd that work? But, <laughs> but that's the shit. Be like, oh, you don't really think about it. As a guy, it's like, oh, she fine? All right, cool. I deal with her. But DMS said, it's baby father. Out of respect, yeah. <laughs> I won't put him down. You know? But, but yeah. So, I mean, you know, I support Kevin Samuels. You know, I guess his delivery could be It's coarse. It's harsh. And I think he, he get fed up a little too easily. But... 
Because some of these girls be delusional. But then let's also talk about it too. I feel like these the girls that call and be girls from like middle of nowhere or like upstate and shit like that. Like just because I'm like I don't see like comp like don't let first of all don't let no nobody should ever kill your confidence. If you confident when you went on it, you confident when you get off of it. Don't let no, no nigga break you and vice versa. Fellas, face reality though. That's the one thing. Yeah, but like, you gotta reality. be a realist. Like he don't say this nigga don't say nothing nice to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so what makes you think he gonna say? So you could be cute. You could be a little, have a little baby fat. He gonna still flame you. Are you gonna say, yo, you want somebody what you just described? What I said before, that might be a 10 man, right? Mm-hmm. Why would a 10 man go after a seven? And he, sometimes he might, he might, that might be what he into, but you can't be mad at him if he don't pick your seven and he goes with somebody else's seven. Uh huh. And I think that you can't shame him. And you can't be like mad or try to justify it. Once it's said, it is what it is. I think this is a good way to end toxic talk because like once is once he told you what it was, you can't argue him down to change his mind. Exactly. But you got your last words for the people. Shout out uh, Kevin Samuels. You know, just make sure you know, give us some topics, tips, criticism on our social media platform. At this might not go well. Once again, if you have any brand sponsorship or anything you would like to connect with us on a business level, this might not go well at gmail.com Big facts, big facts. Hope y'all have a safe week. We'll be back out of here again next week. It's your boy Slick Grayson. Your boy B Breezy. And we are out of here. Takao.